0: I clutched my pearls the whole time I read this book
1: (laughs) I'm like hooked, I was on the edge of my seat, I leaned forward Five stars baby (laughs) Welcome to
2: Books in the City pod (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to Books in the City, I'm Kayla
1: I'm Becky I'm Libby
2: and this is the chaos episode
0: <laughs> and we are books in the city pop yeah
2: <laughs> books
1: in the city. hey guys <laughs> it's always so awkward um <laughs> well today we thought we could yeah. do like a little i don't know catch up i don't know how chaotic it'll be but like what how everyone spent the new year and yeah we've been time. on break Yeah, Yeah, we took all of January off, which was nice. So like just what we've been up to, maybe more about our 2023 reading goals. If anyone has more like fleshed out thoughts and I'm sure a lot of other things in between that we don't have planned.
0: Who wants to go first? I'll go first. (laughs) You. So for the holidays. Oh, I had I feel like I've been going like 100 miles per hour. The holidays I had a family wedding and then like my sister was in town and then we went to Cleveland to spend time with my family
1: oh yeah your sister's in New York yeah which we
0: just spent that whole time in the worst parts of the city because we didn't have a gift for my dad yet Mm. we were like trying to figure out what to get him so we went to like literally Macy's 34th street (laughs) like fifth avenue at christmas time the very worst places to do any shopping because we just were like maybe we'll find something and it'll spark and it was just like we were pure anxiety and like frustration and like yelling at each other we ended up deciding to do like a week's or a weekend stay at like a luxury rv park but like we didn't get him one we were like tell us which one and we will pay for it
1: oh cute so That's
0: that's what we decided on because you know like after a while it's like you're just getting stuff so it was like what were are they gonna actually use so that's mm-hmm. what we decided on but oh and also a watch band from shinola so that wasn't good anyway it was a whole thing though and then uh uh we went to ohio and it was lovely it was the freeze so it was like with the windshield yeah. negative 30 in ohio in cleveland and we did not leave the house. We were supposed to go on like wine tasting in like Geauga area of Ohio. If you're from Ohio, you might know what I'm talking about. There's like some wineries. We were supposed to like, we had like a driver that was going to drive us around to all these wineries and we had to cancel because it was freezing rain and then it went to the like freezing cold temperatures. So it would have just been so dangerous. So instead we got a murder mystery game from Barnes and Noble and it was like a wine cellar like murder so I went to Trader Joe's and I got like six bottles of wine and we like tasted the Trader Joe's wine and played the like wine game or the murder game and it was so funny like I totally recommend this like go to Barnes & Noble and get it because you get just like the case file
1: yeah wait this is what we did for New Year's oh you did wait what was the murder similar my friend saw it on TikTok and like was inspired to get it so the murder was
0: Was it the same one?
1: Well, what was yours? (laughs) It was
0: this guy. He's like owns the Underwood cellars. His name was literally Carrie Underwood. Oh Oh my God. (laughs) But like C-A-R-Y. And he's murdered and like, or like he goes missing. And then they find his body like years later when there's an earthquake. And it was like in the cellar of the winery. Mm. And like, so you have the news articles, you have the police reports from like the original like disappearance. And then like, his like them finding the body and then you go through like and you just read it all and then you have to come up with who you think it is and then you go to this website and you submit your answer this is
1: exactly what we did did you guys solve it yeah we did yeah
0: but we were all getting so into it i have like a photo my sister like taped up all the pictures on the window and like dry erase (laughs) was like murderer
1: question mark like yarn connection yes (laughs) wow it was it was so fun it was a good time our our mystery was i can't remember the specifics of who was murdered but it was like a church uh fundraiser and the Uh, the guy never showed up and then it turns out yeah he had been robbed and killed or something and it was like two mysteries like who stole that item from his house and who killed him yeah it was two different people yeah highly recommend yeah super like i kind of want to
0: like get it and have people over to do it because they're just so i don't know it's fun it's just like goofy but yeah we did a lot of stuff like that played so much heads up but i love that game so Mm -hmm. it was great Mm -hmm. but yeah didn't leave the house and then i came back to new york for new years that's what i've been up
1: to in the holidays (laughs) at least well i went to the midwest as well into the freezing i missed it by like half an hour getting home there was Good. a blizzard coming through the midwest and we it was wild the The timing i got very lucky because we also missed like all of the flight chaos that happened oh yeah yeah it was rough um but in iowa there were a few days where the high was like negative mm-hmm. <laughs> seven and i'm training for a marathon and like aren't you always I know I was like the poor usual and so I did some runs and it's like obviously so much more fun to run outside versus a treadmill so I was trying to avoid that at all costs but um some days were just too cold but there's I can send a picture around there's one day that I was like no I'm doing this outside I cannot be on a treadmill and I wore my parents made me wear a ski mask <laughs> and I, I ran in their neighborhood and like, it's a neighborhood where people like wave from their cars, you know, but I was running in my ski mask and people just like <laughs> stared me. Yeah, they were mouth. probably like and ready I, to call the police. It was an incredible um, experience, but yeah. And the other thing, my dad unfortunately had COVID like right before the holidays, so <sighs> It was kind of like a sad Christmas in that sense because my older brother also he's a first year resident so he couldn't get home. So it was the first time my older brother wasn't going to be home for the holidays and then also my dad being sick we like didn't get to see extended family really like we Mm -hmm. usually do. So it was just I mean it ended up being nice and quiet for that reason and like we were kind of on our own timeline and just like got to chill in the house the whole time. So it was restful but it is kind of like... Obviously, you're home for the holidays. You want to, like, see yeah. your cousins and stuff like that. So, but we made some stuff work, too, after he was testing negative. So, um, yeah. And then I'm not going into this, but I had somebody, like, house sitting for me back in New York. And they also experienced a cold snap. And my pipes froze. And then my wonderful super shut the water off for, like, three days while my friend and her literal infant child were staying in my apartment so that was really fun to coordinate from the Midwest um (laughs) oh no and I love my management company and that's that no but anyway it was like if it had been like a stressful stuff planned and like seeing family all the time and trying to coordinate with my friend about like the frozen pipes and whatever it would have been worse so it was like a silver lining but I don't know Did you,
0: was it at least semi like relaxing and restful at any point?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. And like the nicest thing probably was actually at Christmas Day because usually we have like my grandpa come over, which isn't like super stressful in itself. But when you're like on a timeline of like Mm -hmm. somebody will be here, we got to like get cooking or whatever. So then this year when it was just like, well, we can start whenever, no rush, that Mm -hmm. just kind of was... Felt pretty nice and like relaxing.
2: This was the first Christmas in maybe like five years that we actually had plans on Christmas, oh. and like I'll get into it. It was like it was great, but having Christmas Day to just like like we don't. I I still sit around the Christmas tree like with a pile of presents. Like I'm. <laughs> not a 28 year old. And, but we don't start until like 11 or 12 and then everyone like disappears for a bit. But then, like, having the day just to relax and not get dressed and go anywhere is so yeah. nice. Like, yeah, I really like that. And I wish, like, as a kid, we had that because we never wanted to leave our presence then. Like, like yeah. what one toy can I take? <laughs> like,
1: yeah, that's like usually, I mean, we wake up early. So because like people are coming over, but yeah, it's like a different kind of, and I always also like used to feel really sad, like Christmas night. I was like, this is like the saddest night of the year. Yeah. Cause it's just like, yeah, but like this felt different cause we, I don't know. Cause we did have just like so much time to like take yeah. it in and like do whatever we were wanting to do. So. I always think
0: the coldest day of the year is December 26 nothing feels colder t- to me like then coming downstairs the day after Christmas there's no fire in the fireplace it's not cozy the Christmas lights are kind of like they're not on Aww. like we growing up we only turned on the Christmas lights when it was dark like they weren't on in the morning and so the day after Christmas, they wouldn't be on in the morning the way they are on Christmas Day. So to me, mentally, it's like a cold day. Yeah, like it's not warm and cozy. It's immediately just like sad and like gray. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's very like it, okay, that's that. Yeah, it's over.
2: Yeah. So for me, like my parents are divorced. I've said on here they broke up on Christmas, which is really great. But um,
1: I always forget that.
2: In the last few years, like my family is just so so complicated so for a while when they broke up my dad would come over and like watch us do presents and stuff then and then he now has like a house and a fiance and a family and stuff and we would like go there on Christmas and it was just like it was I it's different because I didn't grow up split between households so then it was like okay we do everything like at my mom's where we all live and then my dad lives a half hour away drive there do it all there and then we would drive like a half hour back to like if we were going to my uncle's or like back with my mom and it was just so much so then I kind of like laid down the law and I was like we see you the day after Christmas Mm -hmm. and even this year he tried he was like maybe you guys could come over and I like floated the idea with my siblings and we were all like no because it's actually not fair to us because then our day is just like we're in transit like we're spread too thin like we don't get to fully enjoy anywhere So I have three full days of, like, Christmas Eve is the biggest day for my family. So I have Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then this, like, second Christmas Day. So it's, like, it's kind of nice, though, because it's, like, it's just, like, it gets extended a bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that.
2: But, like I said, my, my last bunch of Christmases were just, like, my immediate family, like, we actually would like go to the movies and get Chinese food. Like we weren't oh, yeah, Christ- Catholic um, because Christmas Eve, we like literally party. Like my sister always says that on Christmas Eve, she challenges herself to get a- the drunkest she kind of like the whole year. Like <laughs> We just like have so much fun. And like me and my siblings, we grew up with like my house on Christmas Eve would be full. Like both my parents are from six kids and then like they're they have like a million cousins and then anyone who didn't have anywhere to go like they would be in my house on Christmas Eve and like it was a party and like my like like my dad's like the second oldest so all of his siblings like aren't that much older than me so it was just like they were in their early 20s and like it was just so much fun so me and my siblings like grew up with that and we try to like continue it but like, like my aunts and uncles have families of their own now and things change, but we're like, it's me and my siblings. And then my next oldest cousin is 16. And then the youngest is now like, I think he's like 12, but we're actually all at this like kind of magic point where it's not anymore like, Oh, there's like children here that we have to like babysit or like play dumb games with. Like we all kind of want to be doing the same thing. And We, me and my cousins were like, we all need to be spending the holidays together more. So like me and my 16 year old cousin like coordinated it and we're like, we're getting everyone back together this year and we're all spending Christmas together. And it was like so much fun. Like on Christmas Eve, my mom started this a few years ago. We play that game where you like put like $5 or like a gift card or something in a box and then you wrap it a bunch of times and then tape over it and then you put oven mitts on and you have to try to open it, but, like, the person next to you is rolling dice, and if they get doubles, you have to pass it on. It's it's so crazy. Oh like, if you, like, Google videos of it, like, it's all over TikTok, but it's so much fun, and that we get, like, so, so heated. And then this year, I found this game that I... It was really, like, the winner. You, like, put singles all over the table, and then you have a spatula and a cutting board, and you're blindfolded, and you have to try to get the cash onto the cutting board, and whatever you get, like you keep it like (laughs) some people got like ten dollars I got one like I saw that video of you yeah we played it again on Christmas day because I was with like my dad's brothers and their families Christmas Eve Christmas day and then the next day at my dad's house so like we were all together for so long yeah and on Christmas Day, we were playing it and like someone had left their brownie on the table and I couldn't see what I was doing. So I literally like scooped up the brownie. It's yours now. And, tried, and I was like, I'll, I'll take that. Like, that's a win. Um, and then on Christmas Day, also my cousin did the saran wrap one where you like make a giant saran wrap ball. And there's like she put like candy in it and like lotto tickets and some cash and like bracelets and just like stupid stuff. But you... You're like, you have the oven mitts on. It's the same thing. And you're, like, pulling it. And I just so happen to keep, like, getting the prizes. So I'd be, like, pulling the saran wrap. And, like, things are going flying. Like, I won, like, 10 bucks. (laughs) It was pretty good. Um, It was so fun. And then we did the, like, celebrity death prank.
1: Oh, yeah. Me and my
2: sister. And then we have two girl cousins. And they're, like, 16 and 13. And me and my sister, like, took them out earlier in the week to, like, go see Christmas lights and stuff. And when we went to dinner, we were, like, like the younger ones were like let's do this and they wanted to do it to my mom because she's the most dramatic so they're like they're like ann kelly will flip out so we're like (laughs) all right so we had been plotting for days on end we're like what are we gonna do like choosing who to say so i was like it has to be patrick dempsey because my one aunt has always been in love with him she had his picture on her fridge so i was like she will lose it and then my mom and my other aunt watch Grey's Anatomy, so I'm like, that's someone that like everyone will like react about. Mm-hmm. So I posted the video; it's on my TikTok. But my sister came out and she was like, "Oh my god, like Patrick Dempsey dead!" And I said, "You have to say car accident because he's a race car driver." And my family, even my uncle, he had like the biggest reaction. I barely got it on tape though. We didn't plan out the videoing that well. But then my freaking like 12 year old little twerp cousin screams and runs in and goes, I saw this on TikTok. And me and all the girls were like, no, so mad. But then like we were pissed because we thought the prank was ruined but then they all thought he saw that he died on tiktok <laughs> so then they sense. start flipping out even more <laughs> and like literally 5 minutes later we were like reassuring them that it was a joke oh <laughs> like it, it was just like so many crazy things happen with it but i was like tj like you
0: ruined it <laughs> but actually he made it better he made it better yeah but so then i
2: was like it was a success like i was reassuring (laughs) the young ones (laughs) i saw
0: so many of those on tiktok and one that like was hilarious was somebody was like jesus christ he's been spotted
2: yeah (laughs) that's when i learned that people think jesus is coming back
0: oh really that's, yeah. you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh that's so funny and then the people who did like Trump dead and then they'd be like cheering yeah. and then there's like one that I saw where the lady was really upset Ooh. I was like yeah how did this get on my for
1: you page yeah. uh, well, I saw someone who's like yeah I mean in his 30s this comedian I follow but his cousins did it to him but it was one of the housewives who's like the biggest housewife it depends on who you are I know I wish I, I could remember I housewives once. It was funny. It was like I'll Teresa? It. No, maybe. Bethany Frankel. <laughs> oh, maybe is she fifty two? Maybe it might it might be. She her. looks way older than that.
2: You know, it was so interesting though. Like Andy spoke about it on Watch Happens Live, and he was like mad about it, and he was like, "Don't tag me in it." But like, I mean, I get it. I- I'm not a celebrity, so I'm sure it's like jarring. But I was like. I think it's a compliment yeah, to these people, people so that people are yeah, that devastated because like, no. none of them were like, yes, unless it was like Trump. But like right. most of the videos, people were not happy. Like right. They were so upset. Mm-hmm, I thought yeah. it was so funny, though, because like we kept saying now someone's going to actually die and no one will believe it. And then Vivian Westwood died. Right. And I, it was just me and my sister home. And I like ran into our room and I was like, like Vivian Westwood. And she was like, actually though (laughs) yes I promise like this one's real yeah yeah no it was I it was like this was one of my best Christmases in a while I think because my family all realized like why did we stop getting together over the holidays and like we have so much fun together and then we all got together again for New Year's and like it was just so much fun like we I missed the countdown because they had the football game on so it was the new year and me and my one aunt didn't even know and then my little cousin was like she pulled out the karaoke machine and like from oh, one AM cute. on we were all just like doing karaoke and like my uncles were doing it, which was so fun. So it wasn't just like the girls up there like singing and dancing. Like it was a lot of fun. Um
1: but yeah, now now I'm back.
2: Yeah, back Here to we the are. grind.
1: Yeah. And it's already like end of January actually. it yeah. already feels like this year's flying. I it, hate that feeling it really is. And like During the holidays, I was like,
0: there's so much going on, like all of December felt very much like there's no time for Mm -hmm. me to do anything like, but not that because I was doing fun things like half the time, you know, but like when you're booked up, even the fun things kind of start to feel a little Mm -hmm. bit stressful because you're Mm -hmm. like, there's so many things and I was like, okay, well, in the new year, things will chill out all right, well, I'm already booked like through March. Yeah, I know they're really not chilling out, not chilling out. So I I need to just like come up with a new mindset about it and not get so stressed out about it. Cause again, a lot of it is fun stuff and I should be excited. Well,
2: Mm -hmm. it's like I said last night we all went to dinner with Emily and I was like, I literally have like the three biggest months of my life coming up. Like I've hands down my Instagram. I'm not saying it, but I'm like going on literally a dream trip and like I'm traveling in February too and like it's very exciting things and then in between that like I have stuff going on on the weekends here and I was like I'm trying to keep weekdays open then for that to be like I'm after work like I'm chilling and relaxing because I really don't have time to do that on the weekends like I would like to yeah
1: yeah it's well,
0: hard I feel like this is a good yeah. segue into like what's gonna happen next I'm sure everybody's wondering because we're now three instead of four Um, And the answer to that is nothing different, really. Same old. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I choked on my spit. I was trying to say same old, same old. Yikes.
0: Yeah. We're, (laughs) we, I think we said this the last episode like, we want to do more of the like meetups. And we were talking just before we hit record. And I've been saying this since like before we even started the podcast that (laughs) one day I want us to have a live show. And I still do. And I don't know what that would look like. Um, But I feel like maybe that'll happen soon. Who knows? Like, if you guys, if there's enough of you that would actually come, like, please tell us because it would be so embarrassing to have a live show and have (laughs) no one show up.
1: I mean, I'd be prepared for that.
0: I mean, if we do it, I'm going to be prepared for that for sure. I feel
2: like I could wrangle my family. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess I
1: could wrangle friends. Yeah.
0: But, but that's yeah, we also embarrassing there. in a way <laughs> yeah, so, like, let us know yeah. if you would um actually <laughs> come to that because is this dream gonna come true for me i don't know yeah. but maybe that'll happen this year in the in the season three of books in the city but yeah more in-person stuff is coming we're gonna keep doing these chaos episodes
2: yeah i think also like obviously emily leaving like we discussed it and I like I know I thought about like what are we doing now and I'm sure you guys did too but like we all came to the decision that we want to keep doing this so I don't know if anyone even is worried but like don't be (laughs) yeah we're still here
0: yeah yeah and we're excited about still being here yeah right um well now that that's out of the way do you guys have any reading goals for 2023 that we haven't already talked about i know for me like new year's day i like was immediately in like organizational mode and like i cleaned out and i know actually new year's eve and new year's day i did this and i know like technically you're not supposed to clean anything on new year's eve because then you'll sweep out your blessings or whatever
1: whoa i've never heard that so
0: i just thought of it i am saying that i didn't sweep away my blessings i just made room for more (laughs) so like i got rid of a ton of stuff like i cleaned out my closet i cleaned out like everything um including my bookshelf so I went through and I put them all in notion and I'm like I feel very organized about my books I got rid of hundreds of books hundreds
1: more than a hundred
0: (gasps) definitely definitely so many books like I haven't even taken
2: read or unread
0: mostly unread I really was like very very brutal and I was Mm -hmm. like you've had this for a long time and like you're not gonna read it like I'd read the back of it and if I wanted to stop organizing and pick it up and read it th- right then then I would keep it and if I didn't want to I would put it in the no pile
1: wait so what's your shelf situation look like now do you have space under your TV there is a little bit of space under my TV but nice. only because
0: I put under there um only my red books like I've been wanting that to be only oh, books that's that I've nice read too yeah So there's like two cubbies under there that are unread because I didn't have room on the, like I have this, it's actually a shoe storage like bench, but I'm using it as like a book bench. And so that's full of unread books. And then I have my 23 with BATC on my bedroom dresser. Mm. But other than that, that's it. That's great. I used to have so many books on my windowsill that were like getting sunburnt and like it was upsetting me. And they were like getting really cluttered and it just made my room feel like claustrophobic. So those are all gone. But I do have like two and a half stacks that are like next to the shelves that need to go somewhere, be donated because I was carrying all these books to the Little Free Library and leaving like a massive, I'm sorry to whoever runs the Little Free Library in my neighborhood, like you're probably so annoyed. But like I would be leaving huge like (laughs) reusable bags full of books because they didn't fit up there. And then I would just like... I felt like I was literally putting them down and running away so no one would see.
1: Did you see them? Like, do you walk no, by there and?
0: Well, because I did this two days in a row, and the bag was gone the second day, so I know somebody's very on top of it. So uh, like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, if somebody's has a place to put them.
1: Yeah, maybe that is. Maybe they're used to that. Like they store them, and then when it's, sparse, I've definitely yes, seen they other they people put them do out. what I've done, but yeah. like.
0: I did it two days in a row and then I was like, I need to take a break because I feel like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get in trouble. So yeah. I do need to take those. Um, but yeah, I feel like a new, a new person with my organized organization. And w- within that, I was thinking a little bit about more about what I want my goals to be. Cause I picked a number. I forget what it, I think I said, 40. Um, But like there's, Like I've had Obama's book on my shelf for like two years now. I got it for Christmas a few years ago and I haven't read it because it's so big and daunting. So I'm going to take a page out of Kayla's book. and I'm going to read like a chapter a day. I Hmm. started that
2: with that one and I I don't think I'm ever going to read it. That's
0: fine. For me, it's like now it's been kind of a while since he's been in office and we kind of have a new perspective of like presidents after having trump like it's so different i'm really now more interested to read it because i kind of want to like because i have a different comparison yeah you know so i'm gonna try doing that and if i'm struggling i'm gonna do it on audio because i do want to read it
1: that's what i've been doing for some of my already for some of my 23 stacks like just being more like well, uh, sorry. Actually, I'm gonna derail. So you finish, and then I'll get uh, into that. This. Was pretty much it. Like oh. that's the big one.
0: Like I want to read more nonfiction in the w- in a digestible way because I think I don't really like reading nonfiction unless it's written really, in you know, a narrative that feels, you know, fiction. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in order to read more of that, I I feel like doing like a chapter here and there and not being like. I have to sit down and read this and I can't read anything else until I'm done. Like just reframing my like mindset of how I read something like that, that feels like too much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's a goal. Um, and I'm also trying the thing Kayla does where she picks a TBR and pulls from like the 23 stack. Mm. So I tried that this month and I do, I have already DNF'd from my stack. What book did you DNF? It's called the parting glass. I took it on a plane, and it was just, like, not what I wanted it to be. Mm.
1: Sad. Did you have a backup book on the plane?
0: No, and I, I'm i going to talk about that in a future episode, because I bought a book in the airport.
1: Oh. And I've it's interesting.
0: That. The airport, ha- not to, like, jump ahead, but the airport has this thing, at least some of the bookstores, has this thing where, like, you buy a book, and then you, when you're done reading it, like, let's say you read the whole thing on the plane, and, like, you land at another airport... You can go to like specific bookstores in airports and return it and get fifty percent back. Oh, Isn't that really?
1: Weird? Wow, is that
0: weird? Like I thought that was weird.
1: Hmm, which like Barbara's or Hudson News or?
0: I don't know what it was. I have the bookmark at home that has like the info on it, but it it's not every airport. Only specific ones, like the airport I was landing at. Like so, I bought that book at the, like, connecting airport that I was in, in mm. Charlotte. And then it, in San Antonio, where I was flying to, they didn't have that bookstore. So it was, like, mm. a, not that I'm going to finish this on this three-hour plane ride anyway, but if I did, I wouldn't be able to return it unless mm. I went back to Charlotte, mm. which I didn't end up doing at any point. That's so. weird. Yeah, that is. Just an interesting system that yeah. I feel like... Is I don't know how I feel about it putting the red
2: me. book back on the shelves?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, a lot of things happen on planes... Hey, that's yeah weird. I like wonder I've if they s- wouldn't take like You know damaged yeah. or Yeah or maybe they like donate the book
0: Yeah Cause like
1: how is that
2: Well I bet you people buy a book And then just leave it wherever Cause then you have to travel with it You know what I mean mm. Yeah So like leave it at the hotel or something
1: I left a book on the train between London and Paris once On purpose? Oh, oh no actually at the train station in Paris The Nord or whatever. Did you do it on purpose? Yeah. Okay. Because it was Alice Shrugged, which I hated by the end. (laughs) So it was happy to be rid of it. Anyway. Yeah. You inspired me when you're talking about getting rid of like a hundred in our group chat. At one point you mentioned like how many you got rid of. And then I reached out to you separately and was like, tell me how you made these decisions. And I've been trying to also try to incorporate those a little bit because one of my goals was to catalog every book I own because I just have too many books I have I don't even know how many of them are unread it feels like more than I could ever read in my lifetime but if I'm more intentional about like books I'm bringing home or the ones that I've had for years and years that like you said like never sound interesting to read I can get rid of those and just like make it more of like a an intentional library I guess Um, so I'm getting to the point where I have like stacks, sorry to my roommates, but just like in the hallway entryway that are probably pretty annoying that I need to like (laughs) get out of there, but I'm still in the process of cataloging and I know as I go through more and more, I'll probably add to that. So I kind of want to just like wait till I'm, you know, like, so it's one trip, but anyway, that part doesn't really matter. (laughs) I I mean, I just went on a tangent about lugging mine to the little free library yeah they did just open a little free library like right out front oh good my building which is nice but even today I saw some guy with a huge tote like putting books in there and I'm like well it's gonna be full (laughs) well that's why I just leave it underneath I know yeah like here's the
0: thing with that like how many times have you walked down the street and like seen a box that's like free books
1: yeah Yeah. all the time yeah and and sometimes it's like Christmas yeah there's good books in there
0: which I, I thought about doing stacks. that. yeah. Just putting it out. Because, yeah. like, I, the Little Free Library is, like, an um, eight-minute to ten-minute walk down the street. I, like, had a granny cart full plus uh-huh. bags.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I was like, maybe I'll just leave these in a box outside. But I worry about my, like, super just putting them in the garbage.
1: Mm. Anyway, yeah. sorry to that's interrupt. concerning. What I was going to... I won't spend forever on this either, but the... I think this... I'm going to use this year... To kind of also like reassess, maybe I'm making this sound like a bigger deal than it is, but I noticed in some of my like 23 with BATC stack, some of the books in there, it's very much like I go into them with the mentality that like, I'm not going to want to keep this. Yes. I'm going to read it to check it off found the that list. I last year. Yeah. And so even first, the first two books that I've read from my stack, I'm like, okay, great. I'm on a good pace, like two down. But then at the same time, the whole time reading them, I was just like, okay, and just get through this so you can get yeah. rid of it. And that meant something about that mentality, like kind of bugs me. Well, you know what I
2: did for this year then? I like a few months ago, got out of like over 70 books. Yeah. And that was before I picked the 23.
1: I should have. So done, then my t- yeah.
2: the, my books for this year, like they made it through that
1: pass. Yeah. See that yeah, that's been what better, I did a better way as I was pulling
0: if it was one of the books that I was really excited to read because that's that was part of my criteria like I said was like it, do I want to read this right now yeah like if I could put in the book down I'm reading would you pick this up I would put it aside as like okay that's going to be in the stack yeah
1: yeah see yeah and it's weird because it's not like the first two books that I read they're both four stars like they I'm not yeah. like mad I read them but it's just the thing where it's like shifting my thinking of like there are so many books in the world I'm never gonna be able to read them all there are so many books in my house probably that I need be able to, read to be intentional <laughs> about reading so yeah it's just like a sh- somehow I need to figure out how to kind of like again it's not like I regret reading these or it was like a waste of time or anything yeah. to me but it's some I you don't know really know how to too, make.
2: like I haven't maybe I've read one for my stack this year I don't know but I like I I clean out books I pulled my 23 and then I put the two in the January TBR and it still almost feels like an obligation to read them
1: yeah and I
2: think it just has to do with the fact that it's like this is this commitment we made that I have to read two of these books yeah this month but I'm like Oh, it's hard. to make sure. But I also, like, I make myself read one nonfiction a month, and I feel the same way about those nonfiction. Oh, Even if it's, like, a book I really want to read. I'm like, oh, well, I have to make
1: sure I get it in this month.
0: It's almost like it's not really a goal that you're, like, working towards, but a
1: challenge. So maybe you need to reframe it as, like, a goal. It's, like, a fine line between, like – because I do really enjoy those, like, kinds of bookstagram challenge type things because it, like, gives structure to – I'm going to read no matter what I'm doing, you know, but it's like this kind of like gamification or something yeah. of like my reading. And I need to figure out how, yeah, it's just like this fine line between like homework and I'm doing this and it's a hobby right. hobby, and it's fun. Yeah. For some reason, this just
0: reminded me, like I, in this whole conversation, I've been thinking about goal setting and different things that I've seen that I have been interesting to me. And one of the things I saw on TikTok that people are doing for like, goal setting in 2023 is like going and buying a bunch of bottles bottles of champagne and putting in like Sharpie on the champagne bottle like a goal. So like
1: running oh, a marathon or like reading
0: a hundred books or like whatever the goal is and, and then once you hit the goal you pop the champagne and drink the champagne. That's a good idea. So, like, maybe you could do a beer and write on it the book title.
1: Yeah. yeah I like that. And oh. then, like,
0: when you're done, you can open the beer.
1: And because my parents just sent me my favorite beer from Iowa that I can, like, never find here in New oh, York. that so cool. I have four of those. That would be good, a good idea for those.
2: You know what it is, though, too? Like, I read all the 22 last year, and it felt so good. And, like, yeah. I only liked actually maybe seven of them because the last one I did, 50 Words for and I ended up loving I only like seven out of 22, which like, okay, that taught me something there. But like the seven that I loved, like I really loved them. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad I finally picked this up. Yeah. I just hope I have that feeling with all 23 this year. Right.
1: Well, and, and that is maybe part of my problem too. This is maybe like a sneak peek that nobody cares about. But I counted all the shelves in my the bookshelves in my room and there are 23 so oh. I was like oh, okay well cool I'll just pick one, one from, each, from shelf. each shelf but then that did kind of limit like on one shelf there were like if I wasn't doing that there were probably three books that I you have 23 shelves yeah wow just think, shelf like
0: so I have yeah like to be
1: real three oh I don't get the notifications anymore <laughs> I don't I deleted it anyway sorry no you're good yeah I think There's just like little things that it's, I'm just going to try and like, yeah, pay more attention to the whole process this year. Yeah. And I think it will help me learn about like my reading and my book buying habits. Like I think it'll help me buy books that I know are going to be ones I want to keep, Yeah, which I've gotten like better at over the years too. But
2: even like, like we obviously got books sent to us to talk about and last year I got good at this, but like realistically am I going to read this book or am I just accepting it because it's a free book and then I don't read much on my Kindle like I have a feeling I will be this year because I'm going to be traveling so much but like instead of asking for an actual book I'll just do the NetGalley link and then have it on my Kindle and then if I really want to read it like then I will read it on my Kindle and then if I end up loving it I'll buy it and then it's whatever annoying I could have had the free physical but like to cut down on the amount of books that I'm bringing into my house, like, yeah, that's, that's helped a lot.
1: That's a good strategy, too. Yeah, that getting books through the podcast, working and publishing for six years like, I'm it's it's like changing my thinking about like, would I have paid for this book mm-hmm. in a store, or is it like mm-hmm. I was that's just a good, a, started, a good way to died, think like, about it? Like, a good like assistant who yeah. was like a take shelf, I need everything on the you know, like, it's yeah, 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 so. And it's still hard though too, because I'm like, well, this synopsis, I don't yeah. know. And you're like, it's like, be realistic. No, yeah. you don't want this obscure short story collection. Like, well,
2: I've spoken about this not recently, but it hasn't happened as much lately, thank God. But there have been times where we've been offered a book, and I've said no, yeah. just like on gut instinct. And then it's like a book of the month or like read with Jenna. I actually usually like the read with Jenna books or like. I see someone that I trust on Bookstagram raving about it and I'm like well now I want to read it. And then I'll I'll get it obviously if I want to read it. I'm like, "Oh, like I could have had it already." I know it's hard like that's but it's gotten better with that because now I'm just taking the NetGalley links and then I'm like, "Well, okay, well I have it on my Kindle."
0: Yeah. For me, if I have it on my like Kindle app, I absolutely immediately forget this is like totally ADHD of me like if it's not right there yeah I forget and that's part of like why I'm actually not sure that having my 23 stack in my bedroom is the best idea because I read in the living room not really I do read in bed like at night but not when I'm like picking a new book, I'm not like looking in my bedroom and I feel like I'm going to completely forget that that stack. You will have in. to like make it like becomes effort. decor in my brain. So. I'm the yeah. same way with my
2: Kindle, but that's why once a month I make myself read a book on my yeah, Kindle. Yeah. That's smart. Like I have so,
0: so many, probably like 50 plus books yeah. in my Kindle because during COVID I was like a fiend for that book bub like oh, yeah. freaking yeah, one ninety nine <laughs> book i bought so many i
1: forgot about that yeah you were always like giving us the heads up like this one's on. Yeah. well dial.
0: if there was one that i read and loved that was on there i would share it on my bookstagram because that's exciting and that's a good deal and yeah. i think it's really good something good for the authors yeah. from what i've heard like it's good to be on that list no it so, is yeah anyway yeah. I, that, that's why i have so many
2: <laughs> well <laughs> so funny. i like i'm going on a long trip this year and i foresee more kindle reading and i've been kind of like saving up books on my kindle that i'm like oh this will be good for me to read then like because i'm not gonna be able to lug i'm like i'm probably not gonna be reading as much but i won't be able to lug as many
1: around but yeah that'll be interesting to see how that changes like books you buy while you're there and like things yeah i have a list of books i want to buy there oh
2: i'm being so cryptic but i really don't want to say where i'm going but (laughs) this mysterious i have a list because they're not out here Oh, uh, books I want to get there. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. How
1: many are on your list? There's like three. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, but I'm not gonna.
2: I <laughs> can't. It like suitcase space. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm only gonna bring like two or three fiscal books, and then I'll buy those ones there and maybe you read them. Can always them have things shipped there. Yeah. True. Yeah. Even though so. we're
0: having a topic about cutting back.
2: Yeah. 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 Well, that's like a whole other issue with buying stuff on my trips. But my sister and I are going to Disney. In, in February, when this comes out. And I was like, I'm not going to check a bag because, like, it's shorts. Like, I could fit enough. Like, it's five days. I'm like, I'll make it work. And she was like, We were at dinner with my mom. And my mom's like, Yeah, like, you don't need to check a bag. And she was like, Seriously? You don't think Kayla isn't going to buy enough stuff that she's going to need the room? And I was like, Yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm going to check a bag. So that way I have space.
0: I have not checked a bag since. Paris and I barely checked bags before that I'm a carry-on girl through and
1: through I prefer carry-on but I I don't trust them well you know what I
2: got air tags so it makes me feel better because then you can track it but like specifically with this Disney thing I've been to Disney a few times in the last years on day trips I this is tangent I grew up going every single year the last time I went for like more than one day was in 2017 and after that trip me and my sister both our suitcase was over and because we jo- like we didn't check a bag like we just had one big suitcase and it was like it was such a nightmare that we ended up just paying it and in we- that moment we we're like we're not doing that again so yeah. I'm going to check a bag so I don't have to do that again but I've actually slowed down I mean today's what January 21st like my reading is slowed down this month um I think it's just like I feel like I always slow down in January and then I'm literally I've never had a busier slash more important month in my career like ever and I just like haven't really had the full brain power to read as much but I get stressed out which this is like not a good thing but I stress out when I'm not reading at my usual pace Mm. so I'm like I need to like get it together but I also am trying to tell myself that like okay in February I'm gonna be away for a week and then March and April I'm traveling so it's like probably until the summer I won't be back at my usual pace and then the summer is when I like explode anyway so yeah I mean it's so stupid like none of it matters I'm just like I don't like that when I'm so exhausted that I'm just watching gossip Girl because I don't have the brain power to focus on anything like yeah. I don't like feeling like that I like I don't think anybody likes to disconnect feeling like that. and like yeah be able to read no that so. is yeah
1: it's an annoying feeling yeah again because it's like we do this and for fun like it's just yeah it sucks when you're thinking about it in terms of like productivity or like this like I don't know Well, for
2: me it's like like I've been watching more tv this month which is fine but like when I'm watching TV I'm not spending that hour only thinking about what's on TV Mm -hmm. like reading is the only activity that actually takes me out of my brain and I've been I've never been this stressed like I literally have an eczema flare up on my face that's how stressed I've been so it's like this is when I need to be reading to Mm -hmm. like pull me out of that and I'm too stressed to be able to fully enjoy it so it's like
1: yeah that's
2: that's what I don't like that I've been in really since like I worked two days during the Christmas break and then that's when all this started and then I was like still checking in on work like like it's really been like a full month of like so so busy and it's exciting and like like it's cool things have come from it but like I don't like feeling like that like I want to get back to my like normal state yeah yeah Yeah.
0: well we've been talking for 45 minutes oh wow Mm. chaos sorry (laughs) So I feel like this might be a good place to end it If everyone feels like they've shared their goals
2: Yeah yeah. Oh well I mentioned this on the last one This is something I decided to do But in December I reread from the mix of files Of Mrs. Baisley, Frankenweiler, whatever And I loved that (laughs) book growing up And I never owned it Because I read that in class in fifth grade Oh cute And I like used the library so much when I was younger That I don't really own all the books that I loved as a kid so as a vehicle to do that i'm gonna like reread some like childhood favorites like, kind of like ssr pod she that's her whole thing um so i'm doing the outsiders i bought the face on the milk carton which i was obsessed with like that's what got me into like true crime Whoa, i feel like Oh,
1: i forgot about that so little ones like that,
2: that and i'm like i never i don't own all the click books because i borrowed them from my best friend so i think i'm gonna buy like the full set of those books oh, so like cute. just to have that in my library like these the click especially like fully shaped who I am as a person so like I feel like I should have these like on display somewhere so that That's was like my one idea. last thing that I decided to do this year
0: love it yeah maybe like I'll that.
2: cover face on the milk carton or something
0: yeah that would be fun
1: maybe we should a do a child. We well, should do a childhood we... favorites episode yeah. remember for book club Didn't yeah we do it for book club it yeah. was um I, mean, I'd I tell you I that. love you but I want to kill you or you remember that book Gallagher girls right that was With, the first time I read that, though. What is that book called? I Tell I You tell I... Tell You I Love You, But
0: Then I Have to Kill You? Yeah,
1: that's it. And we all read it in, like, discussed. Yeah. I didn't hate though. it. It was cheesy because it, it was, was a kid's no, book. but it was fun. But it was it's fun, like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, sorry. This is a tangent. But Face on the Milk Carton, specifically, I read that for school. And when me and my sister took our girl cousins out for, like, a Christmas Cousins Night, it came up somehow and... I probably asked if they still read it in school and they don't and I was like oh my god and I told them about it like as if I was on the podcast telling them and they were like what the (laughs) heck is this and then I was like it's kind of weird I read that in school in school like for class
0: was it assigned or was it one of those no
2: it was like we read it as a class
0: okay that's interesting because I do remember like in elementary school and like middle school there were like you know book reports but you picked the book yeah anyway that's a that's a good one. Yeah. I do think we should do an episode where we read a childhood favorite.
2: Yeah, and it's a whole series. I remember I read the second one on my own, but when I was looking up when I bought this one, there's like five. Nice. Yeah.
0: All right, well, where can everybody be found online?
1: I'm at sleep, run, read, repeat. I'm at Becky in the bookshelves.
2: I'm at what and you can find all of us at Books in the City Pod. Let us know on our Instagram how your reading is going, what your goals are for this year, because... I know I'm nosy and I like to know. <laughs> um, and head to the website, booksandcitypod.com for everything else. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Happy Valentine's Day.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.